This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, we're going to do this. Yeah. We're going to do this even though we know there is only one way this ends. Whether in a week or 20 years, there is horrible sadness and pain coming, and we're inviting it. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! But neither of you has a job. You cannot have a job and still hate Mondays. Like Garfield. Like Garfield, Jimmy. Garfield. You know, I think we can send a message and say, you want to be in America? A, you better be here legally or you're out of here. B, when you're here, let's speak American. You are a white Rodney King, a hero. Alexa, play a siren for 30 minutes. I am going to blow all your Hunga bonga. And now, so excited. Our feature presentation. What's up, party people? Welcome into yet another all new Kevin Beach show. This time it's for a Monday, the 20th of August. Miss Allie McKay. Hello. Mr. Jens Carb. Oh, hello, everyone. Ah, uh, Chip. Hi, Bean. <laughs> How was everybody's weekend? I relaxed and did nothing, and I've been looking forward to it for weeks. Mm-hmm. I did what I what every weekend you hope to do, which is mm-hmm. get ready to start moving your place. Yes, it's oh. it's both cathartic and sort of a nightmare, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But started it, started yeah. the process, the purge. Yes, the purge. You Excellent. do realize anytime you move that you do not need or use roughly eighty percent of the possessions in your house. Yeah, and you start questioning your whole life, like why am I still buying Blu-rays? You know what I mean? Like those kind of big philosophical questions. Start Absolutely. Yeah. And you just sort of think your whole life is BS. Yeah. It, it opens up a whole conversation yeah, to be had with it, yourself. Crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old uh, the old Carlin bit, one of his most famous, George Carlin, late comedian, used to talk about how the house was just, you needed a bigger and bigger house because you had more and more stuff. It was a place for your stuff. That's what the bit was called. And well, it re- it's so true. Yeah. I love getting rid of stuff, though. I'm good yeah. at it. Yeah, I'm good at it. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm like, why do I need this Space Jam cookie jar? <laughs> <laughs> it's just questions like that that plague my Sunday. Yeah. My uh, my wife questions why I have like a thousand t-shirts because Ugh. I can't bear to let any of them go. Yeah, no, I, I collect t-shirts like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I sometimes at concerts get both the official shirt and the $5 one from the parking lot. You're okay. a bootlegger. Yeah, I don't need both, but no, I get both. Don't. Sure. But Jensen is a guy like me who seems to wear a different T-shirt every day of the year, too. Yeah, I don't miss. I, I, You've asked me to step up, and I do those things. <laughs> and I do it mostly in T-shirts. <laughs> uh, Chip, you had the best weekend of all, I'm, I think. You lived your rock and roll dreams, right? I'm pretty sure I'm in Green Day now, guys. 
Mm. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about your Trey Cool encounter. So uh, we had Feedback Fest on uh, Saturday at the Wayfair, and apparently Trey Cool is a local. He lives around Costa Mesa, and he just him and his wife just showed up for the show and watched like three of the bands, and it was awesome. Wow. This is uh, this is Chip's band, uh, Well Flung Fart, for folks who are unfamiliar <laughs> w- with that. William Hungheart. William Hungheart, right. So you look up. Now, is that distracting for you when you're on stage and you realize, hey, there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer staring at me? A little bit. Like, well, we saw him, like, he got there earlier. So we're making jokes like, hey, he's here. Let's see if he stays. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know if he was there to see that. Because Alex Bag, who's Alice Bag, who's a L.A. like punk icon, she was playing before us. So we're like, okay, maybe she came. he came to see her. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll bu- you know, bug out after that. But yeah, so we started playing the show, and he was like standing four feet in front of me, just like rocking out and like chewing along and stuff. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's very cool. It was super cool. That's Trey cool. <laughs> <laughs> would nice. it have been devastating if half a song in he would have just rolled his eyes and turned and walked away? Just like nope, <laughs> or just like vomited, <laughs> like a couple wow. a couple hooks in, <laughs> and then he just leaves. That's quite the reaction. <laughs> Although, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that would be awesome, right? That You're would like, be tr- we made Trey cool. cool. Four cool, everybody. I tried. I don't know. Four I heard, cool? Anyway. I heard last week when the cat's away puns. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of last week, um, we we were, we were talking to, uh, who's that guy, the blonde guy used to be on the show? Does it ring a bell? Name? I don't know. Who are you talking about? Kev. Ken? Was it Ken? Ken. Ken. Kenneth? So Kenneth. When Ken- yep. uh, maybe it was Kenneth. When Kenneth was, uh, when he used to be on the show, and by the way, he'll be back tomorrow. I, I kid. Um, we were Kenneth? talking about... Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Could have been Kevin. Kerwin. I think it was Kurt. Kurt. (laughs) We were talking about how he loses his key card to the building um, once every couple of weeks, and I said, "Hey, Kevin, don't forget. There's that 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 company that we read about where they just put a chip in your hand, and they not only use it to get in and out of the building, but they use it for a million different things." Right. He said, like a lot of people said, no, I'm not interested in something like that. Well, just by sheer coincidence, an article came out in Technology Review uh, on Thursday about this company and how they have continued to expand this program. The company is called Three Square Market. It is a technology company that provides self-service mini markets to hospitals and hotels and company break rooms. And this is their technology is you put a chip in. There are 80 employees now out of 250 that have the chip in their hands at River Falls, Wisconsin. So, for instance, you're there and you want a soda, Allie. You want a Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. You just go up to the break room and just walk up to the thing and hit the button. And it, it radio frequency just debits it from your account. And you get your Diet Dr. Pepper. And you walk away. You don't put any money in. You don't have to push any buttons. You don't have to do anything in terms of paying for it. That's one of the that's one of the ways that you use it. This is a dystopian Tom Cruise film. Yeah, I yes, don't like any of it this. Is. Ends up with your hand attacking your face. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at one moment you're like, oh, I got the pretzels easier, and then next thing you know, yeah. you're warding off choking. Yep. Look, with every new technology that comes along, there is always the danger that somebody is going to abuse it somehow, or it is going to get a, get away from us. I mean, I'm sure people thought when credit cards came around, people thought, I don't want anything to do with credit cards. That doesn't sound nearly as safe and secure as cash. And sure enough, people have figured out a way to rip off your credit cards, right? But I didn't need surgery to have a credit card. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I think this is a one-second deal. It's the it's the size of a piece of rice, and all they do is just like getting a, sh- just like getting a shot. They just boop. 
put it right under your skin. So it's easy in, easy out if you change your mind. It knows what you're doing on the weekends, mm-hmm. knows when you're sleeping. Yeah. They're following so, everything. Well, yeah. I'm sure Tracking Conspiracy Conspiracy move. Alley is convinced that they somehow also have a camera and they can see what you're doing in your whole life. The frogs are gay! So, <laughs> so Patrick McMullen is the head of this company, and he got the idea back in 2017 to start a company like this. He was on a business trip to Sweden, where apparently it is very popular and very common in Sweden. Uh, people use it to get in and out of buildings, to book train tickets, to do all sorts of stuff, to do shopping, to go grocery shopping. Imagine if you could go grocery shopping with nothing but your hand, for instance. I don't. I, I, honestly, I'm not feeling much better about it. I just yeah. a wallet. Yeah, it's I, it's not like it's a huge ordeal to bring a credit card. Somewhere. I've never been like, ugh, back pocket, got to pull oh, out the Amex. Too much. Ugh. I'm just gonna stay home. How about <laughs> this? We've had conversations recently about people who can never remember their passwords. They have to change them frequently, and it's a pain in the butt. That's no- why all of mine are one, two, three, four. <laughs> Easy. Easy. No Come more on. passwords, you guys. You get oh. to the office, you sit down, it reads your radio frequency, and it logs you onto your computer. Don't you remember we had James Gunn in for the Belco experiment? Mm-hmm. This is the Belco experiment. Heads exploded, Bean. Well, they did press a button and blow up half the people who worked there. That's true. And in case you're wondering, by the way, you don't have to take them out to put batteries in. They get their power from an RIFD, RFID reader. They have to are you charge through your butt. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug it in. Um, it sounds like once again, I have brought you cutting edge technology that makes the world a better place and you guys are poo-pooing it. It doesn't sound safe. We, we, are, we have pushed the limits too far. Our overlords are for sure going to take over soon. Right. At some point, I will walk over with this chip in my hand, mm-hmm. try to microwave a burrito, right. open up the thing, and then the microwave will just attack me. We're minutes yeah. away from some sort of catastrophe by going too far. And just by having it, we're hours away from an 11-year-old hacking your wrist. Yeah. And, and buying doing, and all doing... sorts of stuff with it. Oh, I see. Like I that gotcha. awful Seth Green film, Idle Hands. What, was that it? <laughs> that was it. That was exactly yeah, it. That was what that movie's about. Great soundtrack, <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to put you guys down as a maybe then. No, for that. no, no. I don't want a chip. K-Rock, yeah. please don't give me a chip. I'm here in passing. I'm helping uh, this whole group, and now you want to put something in my hand. I hate it. Let's uh, talk about today's all-new Kevin Beach show, shall we? Pooped my pants. Well, that's your problem, yeah. Jensen. We've still got to talk about the program here. I'm actually very excited because I was late to the party on this uh, this Kaboo Del Mar music festival that mm-hmm. is coming up. We took a look at the lineup last week, and I was shocked that in one day you can see Everclear, Candlebox, and Better Than Ezra all on the same <laughs> bill. I mean, right? Oh, right. boy. And let's not forget, at the top of the bill, you've got everybody from Foo Fighters to Imagine Dragons to the great Robert Plant to Katy Perry to Post Malone to Halsey to Wiz Khalifa. I mean, uh, NERD, the list goes Incubus, Earth, Wind, and Fire, all of that in one festival. It's amazing. We're going to give away tickets starting at 9 a.m. this morning on the Kevin Bean Show and then throughout the day at noon, 3, 6, and 9. All right. Also on the program. Uh, did you get in line for the Coca-Cola sneakers, Jensen? No, I, but I saw the line, and guess what? I, I did buy a hat online before it sold out. Okay. It's Kit. Yeah. It's a company that, right, we'll talk about it later. The topic is the dumbest thing you waited in line for. Apparently, there are lines going up all over Southern California for stuff you don't want, but some people do. Uh, Monday means great news on the program today. 
Uh, Allie has a new hero. There's a guy who has become a neighborhood vigilante when it comes to other people's dogs pooping in his yard. Yeah, he's he's going to be everybody's hero. It, he unless is, you're bad. Unless you're a bad person that lets your dog poo all over the place. He has figured out a way to fight back. Uh, we got a new game called Warped Tour Band or Twilight Zone Episodes. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> same today. thing. They're the same thing. Uh, Jetson and Allie had a conversation off the air on Friday about neither of their parents, uh, none of their parents uh, have any idea how social media works. And I found it adorable, mm-hmm. by the way. Adorable. Well, that's because it's not your parent. <laughs> so we'll discuss about that. Also, our old friend uh, Rob Cordry is going to be stopping by. He's making some curious career choices. He's still got the ballers, mm-hmm. but somehow he also has a movie called Dog Days. And I hope those dogs don't poo on yards. <laughs> I we do got too. a vigilante ready <laughs> I'm for you. The movie looks adorable. Don't listen to Bean. So we will talk about all of that. Allie's got her first look at what's happening when we return right after this on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Hey, Allie. What's happening? What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> Allie, what is happening? That's the guy who missed you over the weekend, Allie. Oh, I missed him. He is uh, he is dying to get caught up. Well, I'd love to tell him about the box office. Do you think he'd like to know about that? I'm sure he would. I'm sure that's one of the reasons he tunes in. Well, Crazy Rich Asians has posted the biggest opening for a romantic comedy in three years with a $25 million weekend total and a $34 million five-day opening. Wow. It's incredible. Awesome. So happy for our friend John Chu. Absolutely. And friend Ka- Ken Jeong. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. He Not sure just because he's Asian. I wasn't being like a jerk. That would be so yeah, weird I wasn't if he just, just like, named a random Asian guy. Yeah, no, I wasn't like, congrats, Kevin Wang, who I went to high school with. Like, it's not, I didn't just like <laughs> shout people out. He's in the film. Okay. Excellent. Thanks. Happy for him, too. Yeah. How it, much do they uh, hate um, Daniel Day Kim that he's not in this movie, by the way? I just assume because every Asian actor in Hollywood is in this film that the ones who didn't get in it, like Sandra O, oh, are on some sort of S list. Lucy Liu? Where's Lucy Liu? Great yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we've just named everyone that's not in the film. You do know that um, a lot of people didn't actually try out for this movie or weren't asked to be in this movie. There are a lot more Asians in the world of acting than we really know about. Yeah, hopefully this Mm -hmm. will open that up. That actually is sort of the best thing is that there are no, it's true, there's no Asians in mostly in television or movies. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge step in a sense that finally Hollywood will look for some of those names. Absolutely. Also maybe Kevin Wang from my high school. He probably is great. Is he an actor? No, he was a football player. But if he wants, he could just jump into a film now. I hope he does. Me too. I miss Kevin Wang. I don't know Kevin Wang. No, no, no. Uh, in second place, The Meg, which appears to be on solid ground because <laughs> it's in the ocean, with a $21.5 million second weekend and a 10-day total of $84 million. Not bad. In third place, the Mark Wahlberg thriller Mile 22, falling well below expectations with a $13.6 million opening. And then a tie for fourth, Mission Impossible Fallout, along with a survival story called Alpha. I wonder if Mark Wahlberg finds it as ironic as I do that he was beat by Asians this weekend. I see what you did. I see what you Flip did. a fortune, friend. That is a, a deep callback a right deep there. Callback. Yeah. Either way, should have laughed at my jokes. <laughs> and I'd also like to point out, though, he, uh, he poo-pooed you, but maybe if we had seen Mile 21, we would have been more inclined to go see Mile 22. It's possible. It's possible. But like you said, they are all part of the Eight Mile universe. That's right. And, so, and if you've seen one, you should see this one. And agreed. no one cared. Agreed. They should have made that clear in the ads. That's right. 
Very true. Uh, Kevin Spacey's first film project since being accused of sexual misconduct, The Billionaire Boys Club. Let me well, guess. Let me guess. Let me give it. Yeah. Box office dynamite. Uh, <laughs> if by dynamite you mean they should blow up anything that he's in from now on, probably. It opened in just 10 theaters and made... 126 bucks. That means that, <laughs> yeah, less than two tickets were purchased in each theater. Do you know how difficult in. that is? That's more difficult yeah. than, than getting millions of dollars. It's yeah. harder to not make any money. And the fact that both uh, Taron Egerton, Egerton and Ansel Elgort, both two very hard names to say, <laughs> are wonderful actors yeah. and both in it and still no draw to that movie. I, I also uh, think the um, title "Billionaire Boys" mm. for a Kevin Spacey film yeah, right. is Turns somewhat right problematic. Yeah. Now, do you think how much? Let me rephrase. How much do you think was this people who were literally staying away because Kevin Spacey was in it, and how much of it was just this movie was not advertised at all? Most people never heard of it, didn't know what it was, so therefore, when they got to the theater, they said. Oh, I haven't even heard of that one. I'll go see Crazy Rich Asians. These have to be homeless people looking for shelter. Like, there's no one who's just like, I'll take one for Kevin Spacey, please. (laughs) 1260 is a large popcorn. You know what I mean? Like true. That's all. That's crazy. Yeah, I had uh, had not even heard of this movie. Had no idea. I knew he had one in the chamber. Yeah. Right. And uh, this is that one. This is it. Well, I I feel like maybe it's not going to open in a lot of theaters after that showing. What if it's the greatest movie ever? (laughs) Like, legitimately, it is the best movie ever made. It's like our generation, Citizen Kane. Yeah, and we have to deal with it now. That's a good movie. Like, the best movie of all time is out, but it's it's an alleged child molester. And, I mean, that kind of happens with Woody Allen a lot. (laughs) Annie Hall might be one of the best comedies ever made. But, boy, do I not want to ever say that out loud because he's garbage. Well, I agree. Yeah. And I don't think it's one of the best comedies ever made. Hot Take Jones has arrived. Yeah, he's here. He's here. (laughs) Some birthdays for you. Amy Adams. Honestly, why is she not winning every award or any? She's uh, been nominated for what, like five Academy Awards, I want to say? She's amazing. Well, she'll, she'll she'll win an Emmy for this Sharp Objects for sure. Well, she better. Is all She's I'm saying. Amazing in it. She's such a lovely, lovely human. Mm-hmm. I don't know her, but she seems lovely. And happy birthday to Al Roker. Speaking of pooped your pants, that's right. Robert Plant, former lead singer of Led Zeppelin. It's so sad when I just have to read. He's the former lead singer of Led Zeppelin because he's still the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, right? I would hope. Yeah. In my mind. Andrew Garfield, Demi Lovato, KRS One, and Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit. It's almost depressing that you said KRS One and then followed it with Fred Durst. Yeah, it was like a high and yep, then a and low. Then a low. Your two favorite rappers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and B. K U Rock K R O Q. Hey, uh, happy uh, National Radio Day, you guys. Oh. <laughs> Kind but, of trailed I mean, off there. How will you be celebrating? <laughs> I'm celebrating by doing a radio show, which no. is kind of the best way you can celebrate National Radio Day. I guess. It's a big day for me. I don't mind uh, telling you. I already trailed off because I realized as the words were coming out of my mouth that nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, Not I one do. person. Thank you, Jetson. I'm going to listen to Broadway Bill Lee uh, lead-ins all day. Okay. Are you? Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Excellent. Good for you. Yeah. Speaking of uh, our friend Jensen Karp, by the way, uh, give out your uh, Twitter and your Instagram for folks who want to follow you, Jensen. Well, uh, I've appreciated sitting in. This has been a good time. Uh, at JensenClan88, that's with a C because I'm not racist. It's just mm-hmm. J-E-N-S-E-N Clan 88. 
Yeah. Okay. And uh, you brought up something uh, Friday off the air that we all thought was hysterical. Yes. And that's that I imagine you're, uh, you know, you're very close to your mother, I imagine. Yes. we. Are. My nickname in high school was Mother, which is probably something I shouldn't say on the radio. <laughs> what? But yeah, my mom and I were friends and people thought it was weird uh, oh. that I was always hanging out at home. And so they, I got a nickname of Mother. A close uh, Jewish family, and with a wedding approaching, I'm sure you're hearing a lot from mom. Yeah, yeah. So we're, what's we're, the uh, what's the problem? She's she's a real s poster on uh, on Instagram and Twitter. She's she's a great mother, one of the right. best mothers, uh-huh. but probably the worst person on social media that's ever <laughs> existed. She's terrible, and because if you she wanna... doesn't know how to do it, or she's just talking smack. It's well. Talking smack. She's just like she's just awful at it. Like okay. she's very bad. Like she'll post just a big picture of a bitmoji of her, and she's holding flowers, and she'll be like, "Have a good Sunday," which like doesn't help anyone <laughs> or bring oh. anything to the table. Uh, if you want to see her Instagram or her Twitter, it's at Haroldine H A R O L D I N E. That's just her first name, mm-hmm. uh, and it is it is the worst. It's the, it's the worst oh. journey you can have on social media. <laughs> For example, one time I was just looking at my phone, and on Twitter it just tweeted, "Hey," and that's weird publicly, right? Just a tweet that said hey and then another one that said uh how's your weekend but this is just public yeah she's not uh, adding anybody it's no. just this is just a this thoughts yeah. and i okay. thought to myself is that on purpose no that can't be on purpose right. and then uh, i don't say anything and then a couple minutes later it says how's your stomach doing and as we know as a man who pooped his pants once for yoshinoya that comes up a lot in my right. life and then i realized quickly it's talking to me. She's talking to you. But she thinks she's texting you. Or I think she thinks she's DMing, or I don't know what she thinks right. she's doing. But the point is, it's not right. Right. She's doing it publicly. Right. And I don't, it just kind of goes in, kind of out of my mind. Uh-huh. I don't think about it much. And then the next day I wake up and I look down at my phone and it says, hey, gents, which is what she's called me since I was little. Right. Hey, gents, ran into Becca's mom at the bank. Oh, no. You were right. She was anorexic. Oh, no. <laughs> And then it said, but she's doing okay. End tweet. New tweet. An Armenian boy she was dating beat her up once. No. But she's not dating him anymore. Anyway, call me later. Oh, no. <laughs> Two tweets back to back. And this is out there for the world to see. For the world to see. I'm panicking. I call her. She realizes it as well. She's panicking. Bless her heart. She's almost crying. Oh, God. How do I fix this? I said, did you delete it? She said, yes. She says, now they won't see it. I said, that's not how it happens. (laughs) Now it's in her phone, right? So, like, it doesn't just erase at all. Like, she can just see it if she's looking at Twitter. And my mom goes, well, how do I get rid of it? I go, I don't know. Maybe if if it gets out of her timeline. And she goes, okay. All right. And then she hangs up the phone and then she just tweets, how's the weather? The weather's good. Everybody, (laughs) this weekend, come on. I'm, I'm working. Like, she just starts tweeting ridiculous thoughts to try to push the other one down. Uh, And the end of the story is that the woman called her, their friend still, but it was a a bit of an issue for a moment. Oh, Oh my gosh. She's awful at social media. Great at mothering, though. Love it. Uh, Allie, your folks are. They're young enough to be into social media, aren't they? I would imagine. Uh, They are, but they they aren't. Mostly Facebook? Uh, No. Absolutely not. Oh, my parents' Facebook. No, my parents hate it. They think it's ridiculous. They don't think anyone should share anything typical, you know, Irish and Scottish. People like, why are you sharing stuff? But look, I'm not on Facebook, so I'm the last person to defend it. But I thought it's specifically made for old people to keep in touch with their friends that they've known forever to see how they're doing and keep up with their kids that live in other places in the country. Yeah, my parents are young enough um, to 
they should be on it, but they're also old school enough that they never will be on it, okay, which is okay. interesting. However, um, they take it to a whole new level on emails because they'll send me an email with nothing in the body of the email, just two words in the subject line. Nap time. <laughs> and then about an hour later, I'll get another email. Over. Just alerting me that they're they're going to take it. a nap. Just no need to call. They're going to be otherwise busy. But to get emails every single day that say nap time, and do then they, an hour later, over. Do they text? No. No, this is their text. No, this That's is their it. text. Huh. And, and is the purpose of that to brag, or is the purpose of that so that you don't call them while they're sleeping? It's so I don't call, but I think it's okay. also a, <laughs> we can nap. We're retired. Do you yeah. ever get poop time? Uh, letting me know they're pooping? Yeah. No, they'll take okay. the phone in. Poop. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> oh, parents are delightful. At least you guys have some. Oh, oh. I have one. I mean, I got, I mean, uh, two? I've got two. It must be nice, Allie. <laughs> oh, wow. Great news is next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. By the way, um, Allie, I know you're a big Dodgers fan. Jensen, how about you? I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan. Yep. Did you happen to follow? <laughs> yeah, big fan, big fan. Convincing himself. Jumping up. Big fan, always ha- going. Always going to games, always loving that baseball. <laughs> Did you guys... They're scoring hits, scoring runs, love it. Did you happen to follow the series this weekend? <laughs> no, I didn't watch. I, no, I did. I, I, I followed them on Instagram, so I see final mm-hmm. scores. But let me uh, let me give you the 15-second recap of the Dodgers weekend. And this is very painful for me, but I have to give them credit because I am a Seattle Mariners fan for mm-hmm. 20 years now. And the Mariners are actually only four and a half games out in their division right now. They have a chance of making the playoffs for the first time since 2001. So every game matters right now for me, okay? So the Dodgers come to town, interleague play. Friday night, L.A. wins 11-1. to I'm not feeling great about Seattle mm-hmm. after that. 11-1 to Friday night. All right. Saturday, tie game 4-4 to in the 10th. The Dodgers balk yeah, in the balk. winning the winning run, which you, which you almost never see. It's only right. the 11th time it's ever happened in Major League history. Bases are loaded. Pitcher screws up his, uh, you know, screws up his delivery, and it is called a balk. Game over. And I'm thinking, well, we got that one. Rubber game Sunday. Yeah. D- Dodgers win 12 to 1. Oof. Yeah. That's that's a lot of hits, that's, by the way. Yeah, and then you win one on a balk. It's not like you feel vindicated. Yeah, right. You shouldn't feel good about that. Then. Yeah, because in other words, if it hadn't been for the balk, the Mariners would have lost that one too. So not a great, great weekend for me as a Mariners fan, but congratulations to the Dodgers taking that series, and congratulations to Dodgers fans. All right, it's Monday. Time for great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News. Miss Allie McKay, who created this feature how long ago? Over a year, I bet, yeah. right? 
You are up first today. What do you have for us that's going to make us happy? Well, my great news has to do with the Dodgers-Mariners series (laughs) past weekend. How dare you? Oh, Josh kidding. No, this is an incredible, incredible thing that's happening right now. Think back to your freshman year in college. No. No, just do it. Just for for this. Do it. I'm crying and I have so many pimples. Okay. Well, before you got dropped off at school, you probably went shopping with your mom and dad. You got the fitted sheets, the shower caddy, the extension cords, all of that. You then go to school, you move in, your parents help you a little bit, and then they leave, right? Kind of like this this big moment in your life. Well, now think about kids that are in foster care. They've aged out of the system. These kids have overcome so many obstacles just to make it to college, and then they don't have that support system that so many of us are lucky to have. Well, that's when a woman named Tanya Suster comes in. She had heard about something called the Renaissance Program, which is this amazing program where Basically, you latch on to these kids and you help them out. You let them know that they're loved, that they're supported. And she thought, well, I want to do something like that for kids locally here. So she contacted UCLA to see if they needed dorm move-in kits for incoming students that had no parents, no support system. So pillows, sheets, towels, bedspreads, soaps, all of that that most of us lovingly got from our parents it turned out that ucla had a guardian scholar program already set up because they have around 100 students entering out of foster care which is something i'm ashamed that i never even thought of like put together that they had already put it together done all that but she then went an extra step and she has a website that you can find at fosterkidsucla.com and she has made it so easy. You can click on Amazon dorm registry, Bed Bath & Beyond dorm registry, donate with Venmo app, donate with PayPal. And she lists all the things that these kids at UCLA are going to need from notebooks, pens, papers, extension cords, shampoo, all of that. It is amazing what this woman has done and there are thank you letters at the bottom of this webpage from the students that she helped last year there's the video that actually got her so inspired from the renaissance program it is amazing what this woman is doing and then she enlists other mom and dads to go down bring these kits to the kids and then offers support as well, kind of like a, hey, I'm here if you want to chat, if you want to, you know, get in touch with me during the school year, I'm here for you. And it's such a beautiful, loving thing to do for these kids that really have gone through so much their whole life. And then even if they have the best foster care, you know, their whole life, you age out of the system at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. And what's the, uh, what's the address again? That address, by the way, I emailed this woman, Tanya Suster, and said, I want to do something on this. And she goes, oh, my gosh, let me register an easier domain name so it's easier oh. for you to say on the air. What? Tanya, (laughs) you're amazing. So she created this domain, fosterkidsucla.com. So easy. I clicked right on the PayPal, donated money. It's just, she can't make it easier to help kids that that really need it. And I was very fortunate and very lucky, still am, to have two parents that support me in everything I do. Well, you're really rubbing in that. Really, I'm sorry. Must be nice. I am going to uh, go on that. I'm going to go on that uh, site and buy those kids their first Bob Marley poster. How no, about that? that is very Why sweet not? of you, that Jensen. Is maybe college. you could get a black light for him. Yeah, like right? a, I, my freshman roommate, uh, God bless him, had uh-huh. a poster of just a keg, and above it it said "Just Do It." 
Oh, dear. All right. Good times. Again, it is fosterkidsucla.com. I have linked it to my Twitter, at Allie McKay, if you want to check it out there as well. So thank you to Tanya Suster and all that you are doing. And that is my great news. Jensen, you're up. Uh, Just for the record, they have uh, too many of those Bed Bath Beyond 20% off coupons, so please don't send them those. Uh, We all have those in our car, in our house. Uh, August 6th, we had Michigan law professor Beth Walensky, who is a saint. She Mm -hmm. came up with a great idea. She tweeted out that her husband is constantly traveling for work, and he racked up tons of frequent flyer miles that they can't use. He's always working. They barely get to vacation. And she found a better way to use those miles. She donated the points to fly a toddler and a dad who had been separated at the border because of the uh, immigration chaos. She did it and sent them back to their extended families with her free miles. Wow. Look at that. No one has to spend anything. She asked if anyone wanted to do the same on Twitter. Go mm-hmm. ahead and tweet her. The response was so overwhelming that she had to bring in organizations like the Michigan Support Circle and Miles for, Mi- uh, for Migrants. And because of their work together, those three people, they have racked up over 28 million miles <gasps> donated oh my to give to these families and these people who need the air, uh, the air frequent flyers, and need mm-hmm. to get around the the, the U.S. Yeah, because you see so many stories where the parents get separated and they're in Houston, and the kids get sent to Boston or something like right. that. Yeah, and, and there's they... really nothing set up for these kids to be reunited mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and even things as small as airport taxes are impossible for a lot of these people to pay. And you can help too at sites like misupportcircle.org. It's Michigan Support Circle, but misupportcircle.org or Miles, and then the number four migrants, so M-I-L-E-S four migrants.org. Both of those sites allow you to donate your frequent flyer miles or just money straight up. Uh, it's a great cause. Yeah. And an, great ama- an amazing thing, you know, Twitter is a garbage uh, place, mostly. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire, It's, it's a dumpster fire. But every once in a while, mm-hmm. someone like this great Beth Walensky comes up with an idea and in turn gets 28 million miles donated to those who need it. Shouts to at Beth Walensky, W-I-L-E-N-S-K-Y. And that was my great news. Those are two good ones, man. I hope I can uh, hope I can keep it going here. Little uh, Caitlin is uh, no last name given is six years old. She lives in Utah, and her mom gave her permission to check on the progress of a Barbie doll on Amazon. She had ordered a, bar- a Barbie doll for her birthday, and uh, mom said, "Hey, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and check on it if you want to see when it's going to get here." While she was on Amazon, she bought. $350 worth of toys and video games without asking. Oh, all right. No permission for Bob. Hey, look, she was on the Amazon. She knows how one click buying works. She's six, right? Kids grew up with Amazon. My type of kid. $350 worth of toys and video games. Didn't say anything. Couple days later, the UPS truck pulls up, and there's the man who starts unloading box after box after box into the driveway. That's when the parents found out that she had done this. They were not pleased with little Caitlin, by the way. In fact, they were getting ready to yell at her and take away her internet privileges for a month when she said, While I was online, I decided I wanted to buy toys for the children's hospital where I stayed for a week when I was a baby. I wanted to give a little joy to other little kids who were sick like I was. Oh, that's a good audible. 
How about you know what I mean? Dad. Like as soon as you see your parents' face, like not for me, for kids who need it. Three hundred and fifty dollars worth of toys. Now I was uh, telling Mrs. Baxter about this story last night, and she calls BS on it because she says the parents would have gotten some sort of an email or something that said your order is on the way, your mm-hmm. order has been shipped. I don't know the specifics of that. I choose to believe that this is true, that they didn't know until the stuff showed up in the driveway and that this little six-year-old was just thinking of other little sick kids in Children's Hospital because I think that's an awesome story. And if it was true, why would they send everything but the Barbie back? Did you I know that? I don't that, like large, uh, logic at all. Like, I'm just saying thing. everything except the Barbie is being sent back by the parents. No, no, they're sending it to Children's Hospital. Hmm. That's what the update was. That that was the up the update to the story was that they have decided to, to to follow through with her wishes and donate all the toys to a children's hospital. And coincidentally, it's all in the six year old size. Interesting. <laughs> uh, first, I, I do not want to poo-poo the story if it is indeed true, and that's what uh, she did. Why is your six year old using the internet without you? Because I think it was understood what she was going to do was was to go on Amazon and check her package. Hmm. It's all odd. All of this. I'm calling BS. Are you now? Yep. So you don't want the children's hospital kids to have free toys? Beat it, kid. (laughs) Beat it, kid, indeed. And that's my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, Jensen, mm-hmm. what's the name of this game? Well, this game is something that I've stumbled upon noticing that many of the bands who played on Warp Tour this year sound exactly like Twilight Zone episodes. So okay. this game is called Warp Tour Band or Twilight Zone Episode. Warped or band or Twilight Zone episode, oh don't you know? No! One's a band from a music festival, the other one is a TV show. Warped or band or Twilight Zone episode, oh don't you know? No! So let's find out which one is which on the Kevin and Bean Show. It's such a shame that Warp Tour is now over, finished, done. Is it, it, is it a shame? It is because Omar right there with his band sounds like they could have played Warp Tour. I, I, I feel like every single one of them is some sort of emotional, like, you know, uh, a, a tough feeling for birds. 
<laughs> right, the I mean? birds are dying, though, Jetson. I mean, that's also a band, or it's a Twilight Zone episode. You can't <laughs> right. tell the difference between the two things, and I'm here to prove that that's the case. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you that I have followed uh, Warp Tour uh, peripherally over the years. Obviously, K-Rock has been involved in a bunch of the tours, particularly in the early days. Yep. And I am a fan of the Twilight Zone, but I can say I've never committed any episode names to memory. So I think I'm going to be pretty worthless at this game. How about you, Allie? I will be what's less than worthless. Okay. All right. I mean, a pocket, per- a pocket person? Yeah, you're going to be a pocket person? <laughs> I'm going to be a pocket person. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, let's start it. Uh, this one, again, the, the game, this is either a Warp Tour band mm-hmm. or an episode of The Twilight Zone. All right, got it. The Trade-Ins. That sounds like a band to me. It sounds like a Twilight Zone to me. Well, it's a Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Whoa, yeah, just Allie. like that. The right Trade-Ins. That is a Twilight Zone episode. Okay, here we go. Ready? Great American Ghost. I'm going to say band again. I'm going to go band on that as well. You guys got that one. That is a band. Okay. So I feel like I'm basically giving you two easy. I felt those were kind of easy. Okay. You got one wrong with trade-ins, but let's, let's, let's pop it up. I got trade-ins right. Let's point it up. Yeah. A passage for trumpet. Hmm. That is the zone, I think. That is a band. That is... A Twilight Zone episode. All right. All right. Here we go. I I think we got, we're in a, are we in a tie now? Yeah. Okay. Tied up. Okay. How about black leather jackets? That wants to be a band, but I think it's too obvious. So I'm going to say Twilight Zone on that one. It wants to be a band. It's too obvious, which brings it right back to being a band. Twilight Zone episode. It's very difficult. It. These are very difficult. Jetson, All right. uh, I'm curious now if you know. What was the episode Black Leather Jackets about? Any idea? Oh, I think it's about pants. <laughs> Just about like <laughs> um, like khaki pants. Sure. Okay, here we go. 90 Years Without Slumbering. Mm. Way, way zone. Way zone. See, no. No, that's a band. Twilight Zone! Oh! Yeah! Oh! Flipping these around. Here we go. Here's another one. Sincerely me. Sincerely, uh, comma, me. That's uh, got emo all over it. I'm going to say Warped Tour Band. I'd say Band too. You got that one. That's all a right. Warped Tour Band. That's probably a band who uh, gets emotional, mm-hmm. has tight mm-hmm. pants, yeah. right? sells a lot of merch. Okay. Sure. And may wear black leather jackets, by the way. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heart for Hire. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Twilight Zone. I feel like it's such a dumb band name that I hope it's Twilight Zone. Warp Door! Oh, Darn it. No. Vans the shoe company has probably paid for them to be on a stage. Sorry, band, it's a good name. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Everyone dies in Utah. Oh. Oh, that's a good one, Jetson. That Thank is you. a good one. Thank Everyone you. dies in Utah. Man, I am split. I am going to say Twilight Zone. I'm going with band. That's a great band name. Get your lip piercings. It's a yes! Warped Tour band. Yes! Pretty good one. Uh, we got two more left. Here we go. Okay. Young Man's Fancy. Zone. Definitely Zone. Zone it up, baby. All, All right. right. Last one. Here we go. Ready? Uh, what's the score right now? Uh, Allie, do you you've have got any? six. I've got five. Oh, God. Ooh, this yeah. could tie it up. All right. Well, I was going to joke and just say Papa Roach, but now we really have to do it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Eight graves. 
Eight By the way, grades. I think that's a stumper in my field. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely uh, either way. Eight that's, that's a band. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to tie me by giving the, the other answer, because I don't know, so I'll just say Twilight Zone. Warp Tour, baby! You got your stuff from Journeys and Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah! I did. Well done. This has been Warped Tour or Twilight Zone. Warped Tour Band or Twilight Zone at the Soto, don't you know? No! The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie, we're going to uh, talk about your new hero down in Adelaide, Australia. Oh, I love him so much. Look, look, look. Mm. If you're going to walk your dog... Right. You're responsible for your dog's poop. Yes. You don't just leave it wherever it lays. No. Or lies, whichever one is correct. You just don't. You have to pick it up. That's part of the deal. There are things you have to do when you have a dog. And one of the things you have to do is pick up after your dog. Yes. Well, I mean, is there any question about this? I mean, uh, Apparently there is with a lot of dog owners that are just awful garbage people. <laughs> I will tell you, there is no shortage of poop left around my neighborhood in New mm-hmm. Orleans. People oh. walk around, and it just it drives you crazy yeah. because you just you. And do you you just hope that nobody sees you do it? Is that the goal? Is you hope to just get away with it? And you go, you can't track track it back to me unless you're going to DNA that poop. You'll never prove it was my dog, right? I think it's that, and it's also a weird entitlement. Like, oh, my dog needs to go, not my problem. Right? No, just grab a bag. It's, it's not insane. hard. Well, here's your hero. As I mentioned, he's in Adelaide. Let's hear the news report of what he has done to try to clamp down on this happening in his neighborhood. And a fed-up dog owner is going to great lengths to catch out lazy dog walkers who leave their pooch's poop outside his home. He's posted a video of one culprit online hoping someone will recognize her and dob her in. Here's Mark Mooney. Now, is this the story, Ali? I saw a couple of different poop stories. This isn't the guy who disguises himself in, in a bush, right, and, and shoots video as people. This is, that was a different story, right? No, I love him. No, this is just a guy that sets up a camera to his front lawn. Like a home security. Like yes. he's got his ring mm-hmm. out showing the front of his house. Right. Okay. We've all seen them, those dodgy dog owners who turn a blind eye when their precious pooches are doing their business. But, by the way, I love this reporter. (laughs) And he's great. (laughs) He's great. The dodgy dog owners who turn a blind eye to their precious poops while they're doing their business. I mean, this guy is speaking poetry. (laughs) He's too good for the news. He's uh, Edgar Allan Poop. Nice, nice. Very nice. When the cat's away, (laughs) puns play. For Steve Tamblin, this unwelcome home delivery was the final straw. That an unwelcome home delivery is how he describes the the puppy excrement. By the way, that ended up in front of this guy's house. That's what my fiance calls me <laughs> every time Fed I come up home. With having to pick up after neglectful neighbors, he decided to catch them in the act. And on Monday morning came his maiden victory: crystal clear security video of a golden retriever stopping and squatting for a toilet break at the front of his house. Now, this lady, you've seen the video, right, Ellie? Of course. This lady is just walking her big old golden. Retriever mm-hmm. and she stops and he takes an enormous poop yeah. and she never even looks around or even thinks about mm-hmm. it or reaches for. I mean, she just he's done. She just pulls the leash and they just walk out of the frame. Because like this was I, I, if I were to do this, just to let you know, if I mm-hmm. were to do this, I would at least pretend, do the old fake out. Mm-hmm. Just, yes. Oh, got got a bag. Lean down, pretend to pick it up, and then walk away. Almost the, the bags in your hand can't notice. Like right. you don't even do that. 
or or reach, uh, you know, start going into your pockets and into your coat and going, oh, man, and then put your hands up in the air. Oh, I forgot a bag. <laughs> yeah, do, uh, do some poo diligence on this, right? Five hours later, you come back. Got it. <laughs> uh, we're not going to forget you said poo diligence, okay. by the way, Allie. All right, let's go back to the news. After 10 seconds of serious business, the dog walks on. And so does its owner. By the way, 10 seconds of serious business for real. I mean, this dog was building a mountain. I mean, it was, it was, it was, shameful, it was shameful that that he that they were willing to leave that in front of this poor guy's house. When we went through the uh, the CCTV footage and, and uh, located the culprit, I did have a gotcha moment. He uploaded the video to Facebook in the hope someone would recognise the woman and give her a friendly reminder to come back and clean up. But Steve still wasn't satisfied, so he stuck a photo of the culprits <laughs> next to the offending deposit. I, I love this. <laughs> it's great. Now, if so, so he puts it up on Facebook, I guess. Probably a lot of people in the neighborhood or, you know, in that circle or whatever. You would think that somebody would see that and they would call this monster out, I think, right? You would think, yeah. That didn't happen. So mm-hmm. he puts us, he leaves the poop there in his yard and then prints out a photo still from the video and puts it right there by the poop to make sure everybody knows who's the owner and who's the dog. Like it's running for mayor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The video's already had thousands of views, but the woman's identity remains a mystery. So I don't know whether she's seen it and decided to take an alternate route with her walks. But, um, she might have sold the house and moved out. <laughs> she may well have cleared, cleared out of the suburb completely. I love everybody who works on this newscast. I love the, the newscaster back in the studio. I love the reporter on the street. I love the, the, the dog poop shamer. He's hilarious. This is a delightful neighborhood, you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like uh, your favorite director. He, the, the what's his name? The guy who does uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh yes, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, but this is yes, basically same, the exact same script. Same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's the same to me. Oh, New Zealand, same oh, thing. Oh, All the same. Yeah. Neighbors are full of praise for their local pet detective. I love it. All right, I love this woman so much. She's so delighted by what's going on with trying to, to, to try to track down this mystery pooper. I see it every day, and I think, well, look at the size of that jobby there. You know, it's a lot of poops. <laughs> Failing to pick up after your dog around here attracts. A- what do you think the fine is, you guys, for mm. being caught? Not pick it up after your dog. You got to eat neighborhood. it. You got to eat it. Well, no, there's, ac- there's that actually sounds a gross. There's huh? actually a monetary uh, oh, uh, oh, fee. Oh, oh, oh. Two hundred dollars. Ah, congrats! All right. Failing to pick up after your dog around here attracts a two hundred and ten dollar fine. But oh. Steve Tamblin hopes the threat of a public shaming will provide an extra deterrent. I know that most people would never go to the lengths that he did, but God bless Steve Tamblin, right? Agreed. Hero, you guys. Hero. Hero. Absolute. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. What's up with Florida? You got yet, people of Florida! <laughs> you bunch of bastards! Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? You always have the craziest news. What's up with you? Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? Let's all find out what happened now in Florida. Florida, as you know, is America's penis. They always have the best news of the week, and they sure do this time. What's the uh, what's the policy, guys? Do you have friends on Facebook who are very supportive and very vocal of the president and the current administration? 
Uh, no, because they're no longer on my friend Facebook list. <laughs> uh-huh. So you so you just cut them out because there are some people who will do that because the political divide is too large these days to even stay friends with people on the other side. And then there are other people who just ignore it. They just go, you know what? Free country. They're allowed to think what they want. I'm just not going to engage. I'm not going to get involved because I don't need the headache. Well, that's probably what uh, Brian Sebring should have done. He's 44 years old. He faces felony charges after he decided to take an argument about the president offline. Now, this guy that he got into a spat with on Facebook was not a friend of his, but they did have a mutual friend. This is Alex Stevens. He posted that he wanted to express his opinion about something to do with the president, but he had lost his right to vote because he'd been convicted on felony charges. So Brian Sebring says, well, if you want to express an opinion, you shouldn't do crimes. By the way, Brian Sebring had also been arrested, but it was just for a misdemeanor. He has served time in a state prison for drug possession and robbery. <laughs> so these are two great Floridians here. It's like, so, a, it's like a nesting doll of Florida. <laughs> it really is. He had also, uh, by the way, he had uh, had uh, anger management classes in his past, but he did get to vote. and He was lording that over the other man. So they start smack talking each other. And our man Brian Sebring says to Alex, dude, I am going to empty a full 556 magazine into your head. Do you want me to come to your house? So because it's Florida, Alex Stevens says, yeah, come on over. Oh, my gosh. So he does. He grabs a handgun and an AR-15 and goes over and shoots the guy in the butt. Which, again, (laughs) so Florida. So many levels. He is uh, arrested, as you can imagine, and now he does face felony charges, so he will also lose his right to vote, which is the thing he was making fun of the other dude about. A bullet to the butt, he said. He even admitted in an interview with the Tampa Bay Times, I I went off the deep end. I wasn't thinking right. You know, after this, I'm going to go see a therapist or something because, man, this is some scary ass that I could lose my temper like that and do something so stupid. Stupid. So I guess the motto here is just, I don't know, dial it back a little bit before it gets to the point where you're driving over to some stranger's house to shoot him in the ass. Okay? It's okay It's okay to vote for different people, I guess is what we're saying. The uh, Kobe Japanese Steakhouse in Clearwater, Florida offers a variety of choice meat, sushi specialties, and a pretty generous happy hour deal. But the one thing they don't offer are live nude shows. Not always, anyway. James Jordan, 24... From nearby Dundon, he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct after he drunkenly approached a couple of Kobe diners last Sunday night and offered them an impromptu striptease. He just basically walked up to the table, started to undress in the restaurant and dance erotically. Mm. By the way, when the woman at the table asked him to stop... Jordan became belligerent and called the woman fat. What? <laughs> and then threatened to fight her husband, the complaint said. <laughs> he was arrested and is out on a $150 bond. I guess the woman wasn't fat if she enjoyed his dancing, but because she didn't, I guess she was. A Florida woman, wow, a lot of uh, women in the news this week mm. from, the, from the, the Sunshine State, was arrested on Sunday after police say she stripped naked and ran around at a public park. Why? Because she believed a giant spider was on her, and she had to get away from it. Understandable, right? Yes. Yeah. 40-year-old Danielle Teeples 
was in the park, Bartlett Park, Sunday around 2.15. A lot of families there as well. Police say traffic on that 4th Street South uh, uh, road that goes by was heavy at the time of the incident. And then numerous vehicles were slowing and honking at her as they saw her behavior. Because of the spider or because of her behavior? <laughs> because of her behavior. <laughs> oh, God, there's a big spider! <laughs> and everyone just messing with her. <laughs> because she's 40 and naked. According to the arrest report, she was, quote, acting erratically and rubbing her hair and breasts while screaming and running between two trees. We've all been there. She refused to get dressed after police contacted her. By the way, in case you were curious, she did admit to recently using drugs such as crack cocaine, spice, and crystal meth. She said she believed a giant spider was on her, and she had to get away with it. She was arrested and charged with exposure of sexual organs. Uh, Only in Florida is there a drug I've never heard of. Spice. Spice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it's delicious. Uh, You want another naked woman? How about this one? She is a topless 81-year-old woman drinking from the spout of a box of Franzia Sunset Blush wine yesterday. <laughs> sure. Speaking Florida, my language. Florida police. This is, by the way, this is you in the future, Allie. <laughs> this is you sitting on a park bench topless drinking wine out of a box. Going. Why are they all squinting? There's a spider on me, too. Yeah. Florida police arrested her for disorderly intoxication. Again, she's 81 years old. She's sitting on a bench in full view of the public. They Aww. approached her around what time? 7.40 a.m. Oh, Nana. Weirder that right now it's 7.40. That's also very Ooh. strange. Her breasts her breasts were completely exposed. Security and nursing staff all witnesses. She held the box of wine over her head and began to drink from the spout. They tried to confiscate it. So she began to shake the box intentionally toward deputies in an attempt to splash them with the wine. Charged with disorderly intoxication and misdemeanor, she was briefly booked. By the way, she had no prior criminal record of any kind. That's just kind of an oddball thing to go to, right? Maybe she's just starting to lose it a little bit. I don't know what the deal is. Or get it. Either one. I mean, it's like just starting to understand. And uh, finally, we go to Crestview, uh, Crestview, excuse me, believe it or not, another woman arrested in this week's What's Up in Florida. This is a brawl with cashiers at a convenience store. Look, we have all been in a long long line at the supermarket where something slows you down. Uh, A new uh, cashier comes on and they've got to change out the drawer. Or in this case, the computer had to be rebooted and she became belligerent because she had to wait for the computer to restart. So what did this 25-year-old woman do? She started picking up merchandise on the counter and started throwing it at the cashier. Hmm. Hurry up and reboot that computer. I want to check out. So she starts throwing her groceries at the cashier. Because it's Florida, the cashier returned by spraying the woman in the face with pepper spray. (laughs) Only in Florida does a cashier have pepper spray at the register. The woman left, but she returned multiple times at one point, bringing multiple other people back with her. This is all on security footage, by the way. The woman in an interview later said she remembered being pepper sprayed and throwing things at the cashier. But she said it was because the cashier was rude to her at the start with. But she also admitted, she told the police, she has a tendency to get upset and forget things. She has been charged with aggravated battery. You're just going to the supermarket to buy stuff. It should never involve throwing groceries and pepper spray. Mm -mm. This is why we love this state, you guys. That's why this is What's Up With Florida. Florida, Florida. Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
All right, time for what's happening here on this Monday. Uh oh! What? What's what? What's going on? You, just you, you guys. We've been pronouncing Ariana Grande's last name wrong this entire time, right? Please explain. Here's the thing: she's on a press tour, doing an interview with Beats One and the host Ebro Darden. He asks her if she's going to hyphenate her last name, do a little Grande hyphen Davidson when she finally marries Pete. And that's when... Finally, I like... Finally. They've it's known been each other forever. Like seven it days. has been forever, you guys. <laughs> Get on that. But that is when she dropped a bomb that, dare I say, changed all of us. My grandpa said Grandy. So should we all be saying Grandy? Well, my brother kind of changed it to Grande because, like, Grandy was kind of like the, like, I guess Americanized version of it, you know? Like, mm. made it more like... You know, chill, like, whatever. And then my brother was like, we should say Grande. It's so fun to, like, say it. It's, like, funny. It's, like, a funny name. And my grandpa. But I think of him and I and I grew up saying Grandy. And I think of my grandpa and I wish I said Grandy more. What? None of it really makes I'm, any uh, sense. Number one, she's 25 years old. Why does she sound like she's a baby? There's a little baby voice happening. <laughs> I'm a Grandy sure. and a Grandy and a Grandy. I like music and Grandy. Now, where Sorry. is she from? What's her, uh, what's her, her Mars history? She's what, a kid she, actor. She's like a kid yeah, star. No, no, no. I mean, right? I, I mean, uh, is she Hispanic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then it's Grande. Right. It's not Grande. I I feel like she wasn't as clear as she could have been by saying that her grandfather changed it. It was originally Grande. Then her grandfather changed it. She says to be more chill. <sighs> and by that, I took that as to Americanize it to yes. Grande. Yeah. And then her brother wanted to change it back to Grande. Right. I mean, look. So it's been Grande, but then her grandfather wanted to be more, you know, white American, so made it Grande. Right. Like the way that many Spanish speakers do not speak, like they don't say Los Angeles. They say mm-hmm. Los Angeles because they're in America and that's how people say Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's what's going on here, too, is they were trying to figure out a way. Although now, Grandy sounds dumb and my Grande name, sounds my normal. My Ariana Grandy. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a cute little pacifier. It's like odd, 25, right? dude. It's a little odd. Yeah. yeah. And she's like that in all of her interviews, too, by the way. Yeah. She always sounded... Well, uh, Ali, what was it you and I were talking about the other day? Was she out with the Fallon or something? And she yes. Just, she sounded like she was 11. It was it was just creepy and odd. I didn't I didn't even like it at all. Adult voice. Yeah. Adult voice. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're asking. I mean, she has people carry her around. Yeah. <laughs> carry me around. Put me in a little Bjorn. But she, she does lick her own donuts, donuts, though. Yeah. She does. Yeah. All right. What? So how are we going to... Kevin won't have heard about this mm-hmm. when he comes back because he's right. a kid and he doesn't watch the news. So how are we going to break this to him? Are we going to let him have this one? Is he technically right when he says... Well, he's Grandy? not technically right because it's always been grande then it was mm-hmm. changed to bastardize it for the people like kevin she is mm-hmm. she's actually italian is she oh yeah she's okay. not hispanic really? she's italian yeah. okay. but would that be would that be grande also though yeah i think would. that would be yeah it would i say we give it to kevin but we also do it in the form of a mashup 
Like, we just mash up all the time. She says, Grandy. And then him saying, Ariana Grandy? Yep. <laughs> and then it will it will eventually annoy him so much she won't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Who's with me? That's my name. That's my name, Ariana Grandy. Has anyone listened to the new album? I did. Apparently a lot of people. I did. There's What's a song think? just called Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a minute and 30 seconds of a love song. Aww. There's a song with Missy Elliott I listened to. Mm-hmm. I picked and chosen my highlights. It, it, is it uh, is it worth worth checking out? Not for me. Not for. And her. I like pop records. I just yeah. don't think that one was for me. It's just too childish. Okay. It's too, Fair so, it's too cute. Well, Sweetener was released on Friday, and it's already breaking records. She now holds the U.S. Spotify record for the biggest opening day for a female artist. Sweetener received 15.1 million album streams on August 17th. Whoa. That's not bad. And fans noticed that at the end of the album's final track, which is Get Well Soon, Ariana included 40 seconds of silence, which brings the song's runtime to 5 minutes and 22 seconds. And they realized that the significance of that was because May 22nd, so 5-22, that was the date of the terror attack in Manchester at her concert. So she was... Paying tribute, tribute. Yeah. yeah. To but in a way um, that no one will ever know about it. Except me and you, Bean. We'll know, and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate it. So Give me my allowance, Bean. <laughs> Just- Jets I have so I, many streams. Jets and I would like to hear Ariana Grande uh, have a qu- brief conversation with Cardi B. Oh, I yes. can set that up if yes. you'd like. Hi, Cardi. It's me. I'm the baby Ariana Grande. I like Bejeti Yaga. The ones that look like that. Why, why would you say that? I don't know what Balenciaga's is. I just wear little shoes, little boonties. <laughs> you should wear the Balenciaga's. Guys, I'll be in for just a couple more hours. Live it up. <laughs> I love it. Some it. birthdays for you. Amy Adams, Robert Plant, someone with a lot in common with our own Jensen Carpier, Al Roker. I pooped mm-hmm. my pants. He pooped his pants, too, yep. as did Jensen. Freshman, freshman year in year. college. Thank you, Yoshinoya. Good times. Andrew Garfield, Demi Lovato, KRS-One, and Fred Durst, your two favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. That's our friend Jensen Karp who's been filling in for Kevin. He's been out for a couple of days out of town. He will be back tomorrow. And I'm actually glad you're here because you brought up an interesting topic that I don't know that we've ever done before on the Kevin and Bean Show. We are going to be taking your calls on this at 1-800-520-1067. It's about people... Queuing up, as they say in Britain, Mm -hmm. waiting in line, as we say here in America, for dumb stuff. Yeah. What'd you see? Well, I live in West Hollywood, so I find myself uh, constantly passing Supreme, the store on Fairfax, which is uh, filled with sort of streetwear clothing stores. Uh, But Supreme has become sort of the top of the line uh, Mm -hmm. streetwear. People wait in line for Supreme clothes for days they sleep outside they sit in uh these these folding chairs and then they they basically get the clothes and then sell them uh for a profit on ebay or any sort of uh, app like that but this last week near my house on sunset kith which is a new sort of streetwear store released a collaboration with coca-cola and converse and it was a bunch of different coca-cola inspired uh shoes and shirts and sweaters and people were outside there for days waiting for coca-cola merchandise 
So, yeah, it looks like it comes in multiple colors. There's yeah. a yellow one, a blue one, red one, white one. And are most people lining up realizing there's a great resale opportunity for markup here? Or are most people sneaker collectors? Or are they Coke fans? What do you think is going on down it's there? It's all the same person. They all sell these things. They'll be at Supreme on Thursday. They'll be at Kith on Monday. They'll be uh, at the Tyler Golf Wang store on Fairfax. Like all of the, it. This basically, it's like a culture of people who sit outside and wait and sleep and get pizzas delivered and are just overall annoying and they get they get these clothes. Okay, so let me ask you this then. If this weren't a Kith, it's Kith, is that the company? K-I-T-H. All right, if it weren't Kith, if these exact same people were with their moms at Target last weekend and they saw a Coca-Cola Converse sneaker. No way. They wouldn't buy it. They wouldn't buy it, right? No, there's no it, chance. It has to say Kith on it and it's got to be at Kith and they got to sit outside and they got to be cool and all those, Yes. And by the way, they release these online. I mean, I know it's hard to get things online because of bots and such. But, like, if you're going to freak out, like, maybe just get a really good computer or something. I don't know. You're spending so much of your life sleeping outside of a store. <laughs> just cut out the middleman and be homeless. Uh, now, sneakers seems to be one of the things that you frequently read about there being limited editions. You know, the Kanye sneaker, obviously, is another recent example of yes. people just were freaking out to make sure they got those. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there other things that people line up for, too? I, I, I uh, recently it feels like people wait in line for like video game releases mm-hmm. and uh, I, it just feels like everything has a queue. Everything has a line now. As long as it's limited edition, you can release anything like today. Gucci put out a five hundred and ninety six dollar shirt that just has the Paramount logo on it. I and, saw that. And underneath it, it says a Viacom company. That's it. That's the whole. And then on the back, it says Gucci up top. And how much? Five hundred and ninety six dollars. All right. No. And people will wait in line for it. (laughs) That should be a free giveaway with your cable subscription. Absolutely. How how is that a $600 t-shirt? I don't know. Imagine paying even $30 to promote Viacom. (laughs) Yes. Very odd. Right? So so we're going to be taking your calls of dumb things that you waited in line for at 1-800-520-1067. I'm sure there are a lot of collectors of various things, like when the new... I don't know. Don't they have a bunch of Christmas figurines that the companies come out with different ones every year? Yeah, there's like instance. Department 56, and then there's yeah. like uh, the Hallmark uh, uh, ornaments, pop culture ones. Those are all co- – you can collect that. You collect plates. Yes. People, people wait in line for plates. And <laughs> people do line up for those sort of things. The only thing that I can think of, you know, b- beyond back in the day when, you know, pre-online uh, when we all used to line up for tickets for concerts. Ticketmaster, I mean, I, yeah. That was everybody, yeah. right? And also new albums. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I was at a record store when they opened the day a new record came out because I couldn't wait to get it. I mean, that was very common back then. But now, obviously, that's, you know, technology has surpassed that. The only thing I can think of that I've waited in line for in recent years was for a specific bobblehead at a baseball game where they give them to the first 20,000 people in line. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's the only way you can get it unless you want to you know, pay the markup online. So that's something that's worth getting to the ballpark early for to try to be one of those guys. Yeah, that's like, about, uh, not that's to about ex- it. Not to expose how stupid I am, but I've, I was a Clippers season ticket holder for 20 years. Uh, and uh, I, I never got there in time for a bobblehead. Really? Yeah, I never got one. It, you would very, think it's very season tough. ticket holders should yeah. get one. You would think, and I never ended up walking. I, I guess I hate lines that much. The only yeah. time I ever waited in line, uh, like 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 Bean was saying, 
I was in high school, a senior in high school from Calabasas. We drove down to the Sunset or Virgin Megastore on Sunset. And uh, and we waited in line because they said there was going to be a free Wu-Tang shirt mm-hmm. with the release of Wu-Tang Forever. So we got there at like 11, waited in line. Everyone chanted Wu-Tang and weird stuff in line. And then we went in, bought the CD, asked for the shirt. They said they ran out of them. I waited, oh, no. I waited in line at midnight as a high school student to just buy a CD that I could have waited in the morning yeah. for. Then drove home 15 minutes, heard 15 minutes of the album, went to bed. <laughs> nothing, nothing good. 1-800-520-1067. What have you waited in line for? Miss Allen McKay. I, uh, I totally forgot about this until we started talking about it because I think I was just so embarrassed that I waited in line to be one of the first to get the new New Kids on the Block CD wow. as well as meet them. It was in Boston at the Tower Records on Newberry and Mass Ave, uh-huh. and we got in line, and it was going to be probably a good eight, nine hours that we'd be standing there, oh. and it started to snow, and did we stayed. Did you hang stayed. tough, Finn? We did. We oh, were no. hanging tough. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I stayed in line in the snow to meet new kids on the block. Hmm. <gasps> did you get it, and was it the right stuff? It was all the right stuff, baby. We're out of songs, being No, there's so many more. When uh, when you turned to walk away, uh-huh. did any of the kids in New Kids say, please don't go, girl? All Just right. Joey. We're almost Just there. Joey. We're almost yeah. done. Hey, um, um, that totally makes sense, by the way. I totally forgot about that. We were talking about tickets. We were talking about albums. But, of course, in stores, mm-hmm. everybody's waited in line for an in-store. Dare we forget the, the Kevin Abedin uh, riot with Depeche Mode back in the day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was 20,000 people waiting in line to see Depeche Mode. So, yeah, of course that makes sense. with you, Or at a, at a signing, I guess. But I wouldn't consider that a dumb thing. I mean, if Stephen King is doing a book signing and you light up four hours early... I think that's cool, right? Well, yeah, I saw Albert Brooks. That's worth it. Albert Brooks is my kind of king. I love yes. him. And he did a signing at the Grove, and I just showed up on time and then sat down. Didn't have to wait or anything. Then he signed it. That's real sad. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm not, it's nothing against Albert Brooks. I just No one was I, there, Jensen. That's yeah, what you're saying. I guess I am saying oh. that. But the point is, is I guess I pick things that wouldn't have 20,000 people at the yeah. Grove. Like, right. those are the people I like or people I can just walk in. I right. mean, what I'm saying is be less popular and I'll, I'll join in. It's a great plan. Yeah. The, right. the, the only uh, one that comes to mind of an in-store author that I... Wanted to meet, but the line was just way too long, was, um, I want to say it was at the Century City Mall, and it was President Carter. Oh. President Carter was signing one of his books there. At the Century City Mall? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, it was just, it would have been hours, and I just, I didn't do it. But uh, I can certainly see why somebody would. You get a chance to get an autograph from a president, you do it. Well, similarly, I did, Sunset on Tower did have a signing of the Freaks and Geeks cast before they had really blown up. Only yeah. James Franco was, kind of, it was like the show was off and they were releasing the DVD, but no one had really exploded yet. But again... Just showed up at the time, walked in. Wow. Yeah. You're good at dodging lines. All right. Yeah. We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. What dumb thing did you wait in line for? Why don't we start with a Ryan? He's, a, he's calling us from Prescott, Arizona, you hey. guys. Streaming the show this morning. Ryan, we appreciate you so much, my friend. What'd you wait in line for? I waited in line not once, not twice, but three different times for one of those Nintendo classics that they released a couple years ago. Hmm. Well, the I, little mini ones, basically, they're plug-and-play. Oh, I have one. I just paid $50 extra to someone on OfferUp so I didn't have to wait in line. I know it well, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could not justify paying uh, some third-party $200 or something that's $60 retail. Um, so I camped out the first night only to find out that it sold out. Uh, camped out the second night to find out they didn't even have any in stock the first place. 
Oh, and, wow. And uh, finally had success on the third one. And uh, this is all in uh, northern Arizona where it's freezing during the winter. Wow. Ryan, how, how long do you think you put into that line? Like, like overall? Overall? Oh, God. I mean, I, there was at least 10-hour uh, queues each time. So I'm going to say probably about 30 hours of my life wasted for oh, uh just for a for little record, video game console. I paid 50 extra dollars yeah. and yeah, someone handed it to me in a parking lot in Sherman Oaks. Way less than minimum wage, by the way, just to, to pay the 50 bucks. Yeah. Glad you're called, sir. Thank you for listening. 1-800-520-1067. Monica, please hang on. Drew, Tyler, Jose, we'll get to everybody next right after this on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to this. Eddie writes in, my son and I waited for over two hours to eat some chicken at a place called Howlin' Ray's here in L.A. So good. It's worth the line. That's what he said. They have a constant line just like that, but it's totally worth it. That's a Nashville-based chicken place or something that's just it's, a rage here, it's, right? It's well worth it. But by the way, I also found a way to not wait in line there. You pay some guy to wait in line for you? Kind of. The, the, my friends at the Hundreds, a clothing line, had a special night there. You paid like 50 bucks. You got the dinner and a shirt. And I was like, that's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it to me. I'll do. I'll cheat every time, guys. Rich Jensen doesn't wait for anything, you guys. No, no, no. That's the only reason I work. Here's a, a beer fan. In fact, online, he's that one beer guy. Waited in line 10-plus hours for a 10-ounce pour of the number one voted beer called Pliny the Younger. He says it was worth it as well. That's a long time to wait for so, beer. I mean, you're not drunk at all. You're just tired. And Judy writes in, I waited in a long line all the way around the building, a 7-Eleven store, to see and purchase Quickie Mart Simpsons merchandise. I remember it. This was when the 7-Eleven was all decked out to look like the one on the show. Yeah. yeah I remember the one. I remember there were like uh, 10 of them or something like that right yeah, around the yeah, country. I remember it. All right. Let's get back to some calls. Why don't we start with, uh, let's start with Drew, please. Line six up first on the Kevin Abicho, 1-800-520-1067. Drew, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What'd you wait in line for? No problem. I was waiting for a popcorn tin at Disneyland. What? For the Pixar stuff? Yeah, two hours. Drew. Yeah. I don't want this to be an intervention, but we got to talk about this. Why, why is this Disney popcorn container important? It was for my son. Oh, Drew. Only, Drew literally found the only way out. Unbelievable. Drew has no kids. <laughs> so uh, your son, quote unquote, is a, is a Pixar collector, like all things Pixar, or just something to do with popcorn that he loves? The Monster Inc. container. It was 25 bucks, by the way. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, all right. I Thank you for the hours. 
Appreciate the call, Drew. Thank you. Let's go to Christina, line seven. Now, she's getting us into a category that I totally forgot about, which is Christmas toys. The hot Christmas toy. I bet there. I bet there's a million of them out there. What did you wait for, Christina? I waited for the Furby. No. Unfortunately, oh, Furby. <laughs> the Furbies. Well, the sad thing is, I don't even have any. Well, at that time, didn't even have any kids, and it was my friend. She wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So I said, what the heck? I didn't even know what a Furby was. So. But you know what? Again, like I said, with Christmas toys, I mean, I bet we have a lot of listeners who waited for Cabbage Patch Kids. We have a lot of listeners who waited for Beanie Babies. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there is often something out there that people just have to have. But without kids, Christina, it's a little creepy. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Let's try Max Fullerton, line eight. I want to see if uh, Jensen has a way around this one. Mm-hmm. Max, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? How's it going? My wife and I waited at a Best Buy or Target in Tustin for a couple hours on a Black Friday one time for a wireless printer. Come to find out, we get the printer a couple of days later, it's still on sale. So we didn't yeah. have to wait. Yeah, because printers <laughs> yeah. are awful. They're always 40 bucks. They get you on the ink. Yeah, no yeah. one was in that line for a printer, Max. <laughs> Max, wait in line. You know what? You know what I want to do? I want to wait in line hours. I want to sleep outside of a Target or a Best Buy for mm-hmm. hours outside waiting for Black Friday, sleep with the people, talk to them, and then walk up and go, I'll get a AA batteries, please. Right. That's <laughs> and then, essentially and they, what he did. Yeah, and they say, excuse me, I go, I'll just take the AA batteries. They go, there's a sale? Just act out. What are we talking about? I just need batteries. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Appreciate the call. Oh. All right, let me get a judgment on this from the room. What about the people who really do camp out on Black Friday weekend to be the first in line at the Best Buy because they know that they're advertising a $5,000 TV for 1500 bucks and there's only like one of them? What about those people? That's I mean, legit, You right? gave a good amount of savings there, and I kind of can't argue $3,500 off. I'm just mm-hmm. not sure that that's the case every time because I've looked these deals up when they're inside a Best Buy in a tent. I'll divide it by the amount of hours they're in there, and it's like it's you're getting nothing. You're, you're, oh. you're, you're wasting your life. Okay. All right. Paris <laughs> is on line six. She's in La Canada. I think she has a legitimate one. And, Ali, I'm surprised you weren't in the same line. Paris, go ahead, please. So we waited for about 24 hours oh. at the Hall H Comic Con line to um, listen to the panel of the original Star Wars cast. Mm. I like That's it. Something Does, that'll never happen again. You know what I did? Yeah. I uh, I sat my butt down at home with the air conditioning, had a soda pop, yep. and I watched it online. Yeah, yeah, I watched the feed. Yeah, it was awesome. And you know what? Like you guys, there. Both, you guys both have the same amount of information. Absolutely. Now, wait a second. I thought a lot of those Comic Con panels they don't stream and don't tape them for air. That was the one where Carrie Fisher came out with her dog, right? Yep. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. We were rewarded because they took all of us down to to a concert, a right? Venue and mm-hmm. yeah. yep, we got the full yeah. symphony orchestra. It was fantastic. I watched that too. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, they had uh, my favorite part of that story is that mm-hmm. they had uh, like um, panels right after that, right? And it and was to like three people. Empty. Yeah. No one was Everybody there. Everybody was at the Star Wars thing. <laughs> Paris. In retrospect, would you have rather spent the twenty four hours waiting and seen it in person, or would you rather have been in air conditioned comfort with soda pop like Ali was and watched it on a screen? Oh, waiting in person with all the fans. It was fantastic. It was a okay. once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'll ask you I on your deathbed, it. Paris. <laughs> no. Right before you're dying. Your, your last breath, I'm going to go, do you do you happy you did that 24 hours? And I want you to go, no. And then your eyes close. <laughs> you can get that one day back. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Is it my imagination, or did it get just very handsome in here right now? Yes, it, it did. It's ladies and gentlemen, the great Rob Cordry joins us today. Hey, great Harvey Danger reference, oh, by the way. That was really good. Every time I walk into the K Rock Studios, the first thing that comes to mind is Harvey Danger. Yeah, a flagpole sitter. Rob, you're old. Did you ever do any flagpole sitting coming up? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but yeah, probably a couple <laughs> times in my life. I was talking about the sex position. Oh, oh is that what it is? Flagpole uh, sitting? No, it's actually sitting on a flagpole. Oh. It was very popular like in the 30s, I think. Oh. So, Rob. Um, yeah, after, he, right after we fit a bunch of my friends into a, a telephone booth. Uh, exactly, a, yes. A, a lot of fun. It was a ripping good time. <laughs> you have been uh, very generous with your time over many, many years oh, no. on the Kevin Beach. I don't even remember how how long it's been since you've been coming in, but you've joined us down at Comic-Con. You've been in the studio with us a bunch of times. But the last time you were supposed to be on uh-huh. last year, yes. there was some sort of incident. Yes. And um, you had to cancel, which is yes. very rare for you because you're a reliable dude. Yes. Now, I have it under uh, authority that it was uh, it was poop-related. Yes. True or false? Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, we're talking about the same thing. I, I was nervous okay. for a minute. Yes. That's, that's... It was poop-related. Okay, yeah. because I said to him before I was terrified, and he looked at me like, why? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was poop-related. I only... never found out. Uh, it's just poop-related. I had no idea. No, just poo-poo. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had a yeah. bunch of uh, press that day right. all throughout this great city of ours that I had to cancel. Oh. Um, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. like a food issue, or was it a stomach? Bug? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, it was yeah. a while ago, but I was just, you know, it's one of those like yeah. you're, on, you're, you got to commit to being on the toilet pretty yeah. much uh, all day. It's the fear. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have done phoners from the bathroom though. Right? I, yeah, I could have done a phoner. Sure. <laughs> we, I guess we just didn't get together in time. <laughs> That would have been although, fun. Although it might have been unpleasant, depending on how bad it was. I was not feeling well. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, right. let's put bad. it that yeah. yeah. So how are you doing now? Now I'm great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when, they, when he called in with the excuse, was it, he's got the poops? Well, I mean, how did you know that? My, I believe my PR person uh, call, at the time called it the poopies. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she's looking out for you. She's yeah. seven years old also. Yes. You have a seven-year-old right. publicist. Yeah. yeah. So, Rob, um, first of all, we should say uh, congratulations on Ballers being back. Season four, back on HBO, 10 o'clock Sunday nights. I love the first two episodes of this season. Love it, love Thank it, love you. it. Now, are you actually filming, because the show, you, you know, you and The Rock moved to Los Angeles for some new business away from right. Miami. So are you actually able to film more in California? Oh, we film it all in California now. And last season as well, which I would have told you if I was here. Oh. But um, <laughs> la- last season, we doubled Los Angeles for Miami. So we were still oh. pretending. But now we just dropped all pretense. And Wait, we're just, everything just on like, TV ah, isn't real? Uh, I know, a lot of green. We dropped the green screen budget, so we just said, all right, they're in L.A. Were you like, why didn't you do this for the first two years so we'd be closer (laughs) to family? No kidding. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's like (laughs) Miami was a character in the show. (laughs) (laughs) Is it an issue since The Rock makes a new film every 30 days and then has to be out promoting them? I'm trying to figure out how you even get a schedule together to shoot ballers because my sense is that they call the cast and they go, all right, Dwayne's got 3.40 to 4 o'clock available on (laughs) Tuesday. Everybody meet at the spot. We'll shoot a couple of scenes. Yeah, I don't know how they they, uh, get a schedule together for any. Anything to tell you the truth, let alone with the rock. He they do last year I remember uh he wasn't there for the first and last week uh of shooting, so they had to block shoot a lot of stuff, you know, meaning that they pull things from 
other episodes down or up, and and we'd oh. shoot it out of sequence, um, like drastically out of sequence. So it, uh, that that was about it, though. Like he he pretty much commits to something and he does it. That was weird when you guys did the two episodes in the set of Jumanji. Just like <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't buy into you it. You could see that. Yeah, you, I figured oh, it out pretty quickly. Yeah, just the to, jungle and the. Yeah, no, we tried to say it was the tar pits. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work it out. It did not work. No, and it then didn't. it was so weird seeing it on top of that skyscraper. It was like, why is he climbing this yeah. building in the middle of ballers? He's a good yeah. agent. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys actual friends? Uh, well, what do you mean? Define friends. <laughs> well, you're clearly co-workers, and you have fantastic yeah. camaraderie as partners on the show. But is The Rock a guy that when you have the opportunity to go out to dinner with or go to the movies or just have him over to the house, is that something you guys do? Uh, no. Listen, I'm, like you said, old. And uh, I don't hang out with anybody except my wife and kids for the most part. Um, and when I do, it's it's a real event for me. I but like you have to... so many funny friends. I would think you would oh, totally God, hang no, out with I your funny friends. I would love to. It's just so hard to leave my house. It is true, though, because we, we do, we, we you and I kind of roll in the same-ish yes. circle. And, and I do remember when you got that show, I was like, oh, Rob's the friend who knows The Rock the most now. Like I feel yes. like you know yeah, him, I guess that's you true. know him very well. You went I guess we all true. were hanging out at UCB and then you're like, bye, gonna go work with the rock. <laughs> like that's a definite that's a definite glow up. That's um, a step up. Yeah, so you have like one degree I do. of separation. The to rock the, to the rock. So when Pretty I see cool. at four AM that he's at the gym, I go, He's gonna go see Rob later. <laughs> like I just yeah. know it immediately. Do you guys text? Uh yeah. We've uh no, I don't I don't text. I don't know if I don't he uh we we DM. Oh, okay. uh, so that's like the uh, level below texting. It's one yes. below. Yeah. One so below, I'd say yeah. we're we're friends. We're work friends. I mean, hmm. you know, I have a good time with them at work, but I, I don't like hanging out with people. I I want like my world is. I like to keep it small. How yeah. how often do you see me around, Jensen? A couple times a year, twice yeah, a year. Yeah. yeah. Two or three it. times a year. That's what I'm good for. He gets. He makes sure it's at a scene. Everyone sees him out. Yeah. Rob Cordy, everybody. <laughs> and, 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 and then I bow out. when I leave. Yeah. He he travels around with a medieval announcer. <laughs> the Cordys have arrived. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're from television's ballers. Yeah. It puts some people off. It's a little weird. <laughs> have you gone to see John David Washington's uh, Black Klansman movie yet? No. No. I, I hear haven't. it's amazing. Because I'm super racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> Has nothing to do with scheduling. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, I can't wait though. Uh, JD would be about the only thing that would get me to a Spike Lee. He's so great. He's so great on Ballers. He's so he's great. so and he's the best. And you know, if if you go through the whole, I think we've had two scenes together, maybe three. Oh, interesting. And we'll force them. We'll force them. Like if we're in the same party scene, we'll force a scene together, just because we like each other so much. And uh, but we, our, our storylines just do not uh, connect. And um, but when they do, we love because he's such a great guy. He ends every day. When you're leaving, getting into your car, he hugs you and goes, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's like very, it's, it's, it's touching. It's a very that sweet is. thing. He's a very sweet man. He's happy to be there. The coolest thing about Ballers, and there's a lot of cool things, but the coolest thing to me is that this is Elizabeth Warren's favorite television show. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. That's crazy it's to insane. me. I mean, have you been, have you guys invited her to set? I've, no, I've spoken to her. Uh, about this, I, I had the opportunity to go on Sam B's show and and speak to her about it, mm -hmm. and I asked her. It was the first thing because it's on the first page of her book, <laughs> yeah, her latest yeah, book. Yeah. Those ballers. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I, I asked. She's and, and you know what? She's the uh, fiscal policy senator, mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. and it kind of made more sense to me in that 
you know, it's at people in all different stages of their financial uh, existences, you know, whether they've lost money, whether they're having it for the first time and and sort of the man and the managing of that. So I think that's um, interesting to her. Also, she started binge watching it right when she knew that Trump was going to win. She, she, right when this, right when it started to turn right. on election night, she just turned on the. the that's most, how she like, escaped. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Very funny. So, if Senator Warren becomes our next president, it sounds like free HBO for everybody, right? Like that's going to be her platform is yeah. to make sure we can all watch. I'll ballers. watch ballers. I don't even have HBO. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's expensive. There's no it's, way you don't oh have HBO. God. No, I'm on direct. You got to get a whole package. You get <laughs> HBO. You got to have. Uh, <laughs> who goes out see. twice a year, <laughs> doesn't see any movies, doesn't have HBO. He is selling himself as the coolest 80-year-old. I have, I have HBO that. now. That's what, okay. you know, yeah. we don't need HBO anymore. HBO now is great. Yeah. And, you're, and you're, using, uh, you're using a friend's password, too. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> Rob Quadri is here, by the way. One more ballers question, then when we come back, we'll talk all about dog days. Um, and, and that question for you is, Russell Brand, yeah. new to the cast, I would never in a million years have predicted that he would end up on ballers, but it super right? works. It super works. Yeah, it's great. How fun is that, and how cool has it been on all that time at the beach? Well, I'm not a beach guy, um, <laughs> Rob Gordon so really much. painted himself as the life of the party over here. <laughs> I like my block, um, a re- one restaurant at the end of it. Um, no, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't need the ocean and the sand. Uh, you oh, know? I hate it too. You're it's preaching a, the choir. Yeah, it's it's a whole uh, to do. Are you um, comfortable being in show business, Rob? Was it a no. mistake as a career for you? <laughs> no, it's tough for an agoraphobic guy to be big yeah, in Hollywood, I'm, though. I'm not. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a job. I had no idea it was, um, <laughs> you know, you had to go out and do things. Like when you're in a, like when you're in a scene with Russell Brand, do you, are you comfortable with that or do you feel like one of these things is not like the other? Yeah, no, I'm very comfortable. I think we have a very good rapport too, but I just love watching him on set because, you know, they, it's really hard to write for Russell Brand and so he improvised most of that stuff that he oh says my. and it's like it's he's such a verbal dude that uh it's it's fun to watch it's like i really admire that in him i, I i'm jealous of it yeah well it's a great addition we're only two episodes in you can still get caught up season four hbo sunday nights we're talking ballers rob corgi is here dog days and more with our guests when we return right after this on k-rock it's the kevin and bean show k-rock hey rob corgi hi you having fun yeah <laughs> you, you think you think about Kevin and Bean when you're not here sometimes? Yes. You go, I wonder how those guys are. I do. I, I and a lot of people them. ask me, too. They're like, what are you going to do, Kevin and Bean, again? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, was just, I was just totally kidding. But that's I said, awesome. I don't know. No, I say, I don't know. I think I lost friend of the show status when uh, I had the poopies. Never. <laughs> never. You're always welcome here, my friend. We were talking about uh, Ballers on HBO Sunday Nights. You also have a, f- a film in theaters right now called Dog Days. So people who, are cr- people who are crushing hard on the cordry, they got their choice, man. Yeah. Big screen or little screen? You did everywhere you look. If you're looking in two directions. Now, I'm sure you've been <laughs> asked. Uh, we have many thoughts about this, especially Allie. But I'm sure you've been asked this question a million times. But I just, please for- forgive me. I have to ask. Go ahead. Because your character is married to Eva Longoria, yeah. does that make this science fiction or fantasy? Oh, boo. Oh, come on boo. Now. He's right next to me. She's in love with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, 
I, I used to, I was joking about that very thing, I think, on the first day of shooting. Like, well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. This is, you're her pretty, type. You're her type. Uh, sure. Tony Parker, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see it. Absolutely. <laughs> Allie, you were so in love with seeing Dog Days. Here's the thing. So they show the preview when we had heard, okay, Rob Corddry's in this new movie. Do we want to have him in for this? We watched the trailer, mm-hmm. and both Kevin and Bean were like, oh, come on, Rob, a movie about dogs. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I was in love with the trailer, couldn't wait to see the movie. It is everything that's good that the world needs right now. It is sweet. It is lovely. There yeah. are so many dogs. I will say this. I'm glad that I got the screener, though, because I do this thing, and I do it when I'm scrolling Instagram or Twitter. When I see a dog... I go, hi! <laughs> so throughout the whole movie, I just kept going, puppy! Oh, doggy. It was concerning. Yeah, I was alone annoying. in my house, and I thought, if I was at a theater, could I stop this? <coughs> it is a lovely movie. It's adorable. It is, it is very sweet. It, it is, is a very sweet. Ken Reno, the director, um, who's like a hero of mine. He's yeah, yeah, so And, and mine as well. Like yeah. He's one of my best friends, and and he called me up one day, and he said, hey, do you want to do a movie that doesn't have cursing in it? That you know, something that maybe our kids can go see. And I was like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And yeah. I literally will do anything that guy tells me to do. And, mm-hmm. and so he told me to do that movie. I was in just hearing Adam Pally. Erica, Ken's wife, yes. is one of the writers of yes. the film. Yes. Erica Yama, who's That's a great right. writer. Such a good writer. Yeah, she wrote one Burning Love, which Ken directed, yep. and we both were in. Yep. Uh, and she is hilarious. She's one of the best. She wrote a lot of uh, Children's Hospital as well. Yes, and, yeah. Um, she's, yeah, she, she can this, do anything. This cast is insane, yeah. by the way. Oh, and God. I, and I know that you guys run in a circle of very funny people, so that's why I'm not surprised to see Thomas Lennon in the movie and <laughs> yeah. Ted Nataro in the, in the movie. But people like uh, Nina Dubrov, who's awesome, Ron Cephas, who you remember as <gasps> Randall's dad on oh. This Is Us, is wonderful in the movie. Vanessa right. Hudgens, by the way, I fell in love with her all over again. Could she be any more delightful? She's adorable. She's she adorable. And the great Lauren Lapkus. So and funny. Lapkus right. is a little Los Angeles yeah. legend, yeah. Now, you only dealt with uh, Mabel the Pug. That was the dog in your household. Yeah. But Charlie, who was Adam Palling's dog, is a dick, right? Oh, I love Charlie. I think Charlie was probably easier to hang out with because he actually had a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, um, pugs, their farts are unlike any uh, other dog breed. Dog, I, I mean, I love pugs. Yeah. I think they're so cute, but yeah. their skin's so oily. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I got to wash my hands all the time. They are like little penguins. Yeah. 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 Little, they really are. And uh, they, this dog... It was too fat. Apparently, fat dogs can't be trained. Um, at least, hold on a second for show business. Purposes. Is that a fact? Is that yes. a fact? Really? Yeah. That sounds like the kind of thing we get picketed for. There, yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, fat dogs, at least, uh, perhaps showbiz trainers won't mm-hmm. train them, or they because they are. I don't know. They've, they've, they let themselves go. They have oh, wait, control they have to be, issues. But they have something. to be food motivated. You think those dogs would be easier to train because clearly they'll do anything for food. Listen, mm. man, I'm just telling you what they told <laughs> what they me. Said. They said, this is going to be super hard for you. Wow. Because this wow. dog's not going to do anything. So you did a film with a dog, did scenes with them, and this dog had no trainer? Well, there was a trainer there, but it wasn't a, it was just a trainer trainer. It wasn't. Just like not part of that dog's life. It was a, show, life. a yeah. showbiz, you know, a season show biz dog trainer who that's a weird gang 
Right. Yeah. Right. They also because they never just have dogs. They also have like vultures. We got a monkey yeah. on yeah. Children's Hospital once, and uh, Rob Hubel and I walked into the room, and the the trainer was feeding it Doritos, <laughs> and I immediately got really sad. And the guy goes, "All right, uh, yeah, you can just do it. She's not going to move. Just don't look at her in the eye." And were there, Hubel freaked out. Were there any scenes uh, either that you were in or that your cast members were that Ken told you about where the the whole thing got screwed up by something a dog did or didn't do? <laughs> either the dog or the child yes uh, all the time pretty much every scene oh. uh, it was uh the, she, it was her first movie she was lovely she's so cute Adorable she did child. have a trainer though it she did trainer. have a trainer mm-hmm. yes she was not just as fat as the yeah. dog <laughs> um yeah they just did, did throw doggy treats at her <laughs> and um but she was really cute it was just you know an experience it was her first time yeah. so uh you know at times it was uh well, I'll, let me let me uh, call out two other cast members. We're talking to Rob Corridor about his film in theaters now that's fun for the whole family, especially if you like dogs. It's called Dog Days. Let me just say that Tig Notaro is hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Hilarious and in everything. the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she really is. And, th- and, and I'm uh, off the Stranger Things bandwagon. But this Finn Wolfhard has grown up to be a terrific actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great on the show. Great. But even as he ages, though, I mean, he was he was great in this role. Yeah, and I had I got to have a scene with him. And I forget now what's his character's name on Stranger Things. I knew it then. Oh, that's not a question I'm going to be able to answer. Guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just kept your calling Wikipedia him by, is closed. By the, I said, listen, let's just say it was. Uh, uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like a Stranger Things name. <laughs> yeah. I said, uh, uh, do you have it, Allie? I'm, I'm looking correctly. All right, all right. Let's say Sean. I'll get it by the okay. time. Um, and I, I would say, um, you know, I just told them right off the bat, I'm o- by the way, I'm only calling you Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, that's not my name in Stranger Things. Yeah. He's a real jerk. I'm not going to yes and you there. Um, <laughs> what is his name? It's going to kill us, guys. There's people yelling at their radio. four different pages well, I of the cast. Stranger Things. He's probably yelling at his radio right now. I, uh, sorry, pal. Somebody oh, I sorry, Sean. Stranger Things. Very upsetting. Hold on. It's just, I'm just blank. His Hold name on. is Stranger Things is Mike Wheeler. His name is Stranger Things? His name is, is Stranger, Stranger Things, Things in Mike the show Wheeler. Mike Wheeler. Yeah, Mike there's Wheeler. a show Mike Wheeler, Wheeler on Amazon. Yeah. he plays Stranger Things. Okay, great. yeah, great. <laughs> All right. Well, the movie is very funny, you guys, and it does have lots of cute dogs in it. Very and sweet. by the way, Jensen and I were talking earlier, first thing this morning, that we were stunned that Rob Hubel wasn't in this movie. I know. It's totally what he would do. I know. I was probably for all the gang. He must yeah. have made Ken mad or something. Oh right? boy, let's start I mean, that. I Hubel's a handful. Yeah, as you know, Jensen. A like, real problem. I, I, no one likes to spend that much time with Rob Hubel. No, so. you're just like, get him out of here. I He's know. just too annoying. Yeah. Uh, Go see Dog Days and don't forget Ballers, Sunday nights at 10 on HBO. Before Rob goes, we've got 60 seconds. Allie is going to rapid fire at you a series of questions. Just answer, please. First things that come to your mind, here's Rob Cordry. I'm the best. Speaking of ballers, are you more of a baller, shot caller, or brawler? Brawler. First job ever. Uh, working, uh, well, I guess a, a, a paper route. If you weren't an actor, what would you be doing? I'd be a truck driver. Have you ever been in an intersection and had the urge just to gun the car into someone walking in front of you? No. If you could be anyone <laughs> for a day, who would it be? I would be my wife. And why? Because I, I just want to know what it's like to be that intelligent. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Not the answer we were expecting. Not at all. Yeah, common sense. Yeah. I, mean, I want to know Thought what that's was, like. Okay. It was going to get creepy and sexual. Yeah. Uh, you're stranded on a deserted island. You can only bring one album. What is it? Harvey oh. Danger? Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Danger. All right. Danger. What does the rock smell like? 
uh, smells like um, perfection. <laughs> Would you rather be friends with a guy named Steve or Chuck? Steve. Your go-to karaoke song. Oh, wow. I don't know if I have. Oh, it is. It's um, uh, Sarah Smiles. Oh, Hall and Oates. And I, I do this cute thing because when I go with my wife, I put my wife's name because it's Sandra, so I say Sandra Smiles. Jesus I'm just in love, Christ. guys. What is What's going on? Happening? Why do we have to live I up to this man? Unbelievable. great husband. Jesus, <laughs> never leaves his house in love with his wife. What do we, we all have to live up to this yeah. standard? Yeah. You're going to get uh, kicked out of Hollywood or something, Rob. Oh, oh man, I know. I do not fit in. <laughs> all right. No, uh, no more poopies. Come see us again soon, all right? Thank you very much. It was great Thank being you. here. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Just got a uh, a text from a listener named Roger from Squim, Washington. Hey, Kevin and Bean, I'm on a plane right now. It's an Alaska Horizon Air from Seattle to Boise. It's the same kind of plane that that guy stole last week. Oh. He did the loop-de-loop and crashed. I'm going to be really pissed if we don't do at least one <laughs> loop since now we have a pilot who knows what he's doing. Anyway, I'll let you know. Peace, Roger. I don't think you necessarily mm-hmm. on a little commuter flight no. to Boise. I don't necessarily think you want your pilot doing tricks. No. I don't think so. I think it's all. fun no. for any of the passengers on board. Even but if I... he knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah it exactly. could go wrong. Very wrong. And very upsetting for breakfast service as well. But <laughs> thank you for checking in anyway, Roger. All right, 940, time for a final look at what's happening. Here's Allie. So Bean sent me the story, and I, I can't wrap my head around it. So if you're a James Bond fan, you can uh, get an Aston Martin replica for $3.5 million. They're basically going to make those same Aston Martin DB5s that were popularized in um, 1964's classic Goldfinger. Now, James Bond, the franchise, is known for its fancy cars. Yes. But that is the OG, most famous of all the Bond cars, yes. I think. Yeah, it was... Um, Amazing in Goldfinger. It was just the coolest looking car ever. But these cars will also boast functioning gadgets like a revolving um, number plate, all ones that mimic, you know, what you see throughout the Bond franchise. What's the downside here? Well, here's the part of the article that I just went, I'm sorry, what? Though the vehicles aren't road legal. Wait. Wait, so I can't actually drive this on, on the street? It's museum only. It's just for you to look at and be like, look at this crazy gadget. I'm spending $3.5 for that? I have a feeling people who spend that kind of money are just idiots. You know I, what I mean? Like I They mean, don't need really? to drive it. They're just like, oh, come in my house and check out this car. Also, you know what car? The only car I would spend $3.5 million for from any movie mm-hmm. is the Miata and MacGruber. Oh, yeah. That car <laughs> Yeah, it's good-looking good old Miata. car stereo yeah. out. Was, that's what I'd buy. But, how, but, but wouldn't you say the most famous car of all has got to be the original Batmobile, right, from the TV series? Sure. Yeah. Bullet. Or Bullet is up there. The, the Bullet's a famous car, too. Yeah. What about but, Andy's pink Carmagia and Pretty in Pink? Right? I mean, just it's pretty, 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 low, pretty low on the list. Kit, Kit. sure. Knight Rider would be a good car to own. Yeah. The, the, but, the A-Team, their B.A. Baracus the van. The van, sure. Yeah. What oh, about wanna... um, the bug and love, Herbie Love Bug? The Lindsay Lohan film? <laughs> well, the ones before. It's known as the Lindsay yeah. Lohan film. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know what that is. It's but a TV would show. You, would you want to <laughs> drive any of these on the street, though? I know you ought to be able to. Like your story says, it's not road legal. But would you... Would, you wouldn't want to take something out that's that valuable, I don't think, and I put mean, it on the street. LA listeners, LA listeners, locals, mm-hmm. they know that we. I see the Scooby-Doo mystery van all the time. 
down near Burbank mm-hmm. and uh, the 101 there. It's always around. Whoa. And I'm like, who's that creep ball? So I guess yeah. you don't want to be that person. Yeah. At all. That, that's know. a weird story, though, Allie. Yeah, but and correct me if I'm wrong. Aston Martins are notorious for needing upkeep, breaking down, that type of thing, right? I don't know if that's the case anymore. There were a Mm -hmm. lot of British cars like the Range Rover and others that were notorious for having to be in the shop. But I think they've all improved to a certain extent at this point. I don't know that's still the the case. For $3.5 million, you better not ever have to take that into the shop. That's what I'm saying. So if you're wondering, it was in Goldfinger, Thunderball, GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, and... Actor Daniel Craig has also appeared with the vehicle in Casino Royale, Skyfall, and Spectre. Whoa, so that's this quite is, a history. Yeah, yeah quite a history with a car, so make them road legal. Yeah, I like the idea that just like in one of the James Bonds, he had like a Toyota Corolla. Right. Just in one of them, he had a normal man car, like a well, dad car. Yeah. They they seek out different sponsorships for every yeah. movie, so mm-hmm. that's why they have a different drink. That's why they have a different watch. watch it all depends yeah. on who ponies up. Yeah. True story true story. Bean, I know you like to go to funerals of people you don't know. I mean, I I, I have done that. Mm-hmm. Are you interested in Aretha Franklin's funeral? On the 28th? You bet. <laughs> well, there, there's a bunch of different dates, but yeah, 28th and 29th are open casket viewings. That's that's the that's my favorite. That's I mean, the that's one you want to do? Yeah, that's front row. Yeah. The yeah. viewings will be held from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the H. Wright Museum of African American History. This is all taking place um, back in Detroit, but... Wow, it's a four-day celebration of life, including multiple events and performances, and she will be laid to rest on August 31st. I believe those will be just friends and selected guests for that service. But That's we were- the uh, American Express pre-sale. You have to... Oh, you have no. to it's like the meet and greet you pay extra for. Stop it. We were talking earlier about things that you waited in line for. Mm-hmm. There will be people who show up those days that the body is on view who will stand in line for 10 hours Absolutely. just to have that 30 seconds to walk by the casket yeah. and say goodbye. Yeah, the viewing is, like I said, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on two separate days. There's for sure going to be lines crazy lines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, let me ask you guys, because the MTV Video Music Awards are tonight, Mm -hmm. they have said that they will be paying tribute to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Who in the universe of MTV, people that they would consider acceptable to put on that channel anymore, could appropriately commemorate the career of Aretha Franklin? R-E-S-P-C-T. You know what it means to me. So, Cardi B... No, that's, be for the win? that's Ariana Grande. Oh, that's Please Ariana. know my impressions. Mm-hmm. That's Ariana. Okay, sorry. And then, uh, I like Beyonciagos, the ones that look like socks. Aretha Franklin have R-E-S-B-C-T. Oh. Do, you, do you think they'll call uh, Jennifer Hudson? Is she too obvious? Or do you think that's the likely, likely choice? Because there's talk that she will be playing Queen of Soul in a movie coming up, too. I think Adele. Mary mm. J. Blige. I'd love it if it were Mary. I'd love that. And I, Mary was you guys a are, huge are fan. probably going to go, wait, what? Yeah. But if you were to listen to this woman when she gets going, she kills it. And that is Fantasia. Fantasia oh, Barino? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure. The MTV millennials are like, there she is, Fantasia Barino. Been waiting for her. <laughs> I, but... If you're, I feel like they're not gonna, you know, love a Mary J. Maybe if not. Miley Cyrus but, could do it. Okay, you need to stop. Hey, Miley Cyrus can sing. Uh, being able to sing right. and being able to, to be Aretha. honor Aretha's memory—that's mm. so. Tough. You're not thinking Kesha. 
No, not so much. <laughs> no. I honestly, and I don't know if this is fair to say, I honestly think it has to be an African-American woman because okay. that's part of her legacy mm-hmm. as being as being a, such a breakthrough artist. So in, like Rachel Dolezal? Maybe not her. I think okay. she Maybe identifies. Uh, yeah. I, I think, let's, that's a good question. I, Mary J seems like a home run to me. I think she, I would love that. I think that would be great. I think if I could choose, I would choose her. I don't think Fantasia is a bad idea at all, at all, Allie. I just think she's too far off the pop culture radar right now to get the call. But she would kill it, I think. I like Jennifer Hudson, too. You said that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you tonight. Yolanda Adams. But again, no one in My the audience God, would really? know. My God, really? But she's 60. I'm just saying. These deep cuts. I'm just saying you would never, I, I don't say you would never have Patti LaBelle. But just because of their history, that would kind of be cool. You know, I, I wish you were programming for MTV. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> it, I mean, I, the, the demographic would be hot as fire, I'm as they say. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you don't just throw someone up there all willy-nilly because the kids know them. This is Aretha. Don't have anyone if you have to put someone up there just so the kids go, oh, okay, now I recognize the song because... Yo, Joe this Joe party singing. is lit. We hope you're having a good time at the MTV Music Awards. Yo, give it up now for for Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Absolute silence. When um when Whitney died ahead of the Grammy weekend, wasn't it Jennifer Hudson they brought out to sing? I mean, the show went on, which is still the greatest part of that story. Is I know, just... but am I am I remembering correctly? Didn't they per- bring her into service to sing Whitney? Didn't she come out and do I Will Always Love You? Or am I remembering that incorrectly? I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't remember. It sounds like Maybe. it happened. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I, I've got some Listen, thoughts. I'm still trying to figure out what the kid's name on Stranger Things is. So. <laughs> it's Mike it's Wheeler. Still Mike Wheeler. Mike, Wheeler. Mike Thank yeah. You. It's really weird. I couldn't find it at all on well, my computer. Also, like, Mike is the name... Yeah. There's like a, a soul-stealing monster, and they're like, call that kid Mike. <laughs> it's very true. Oh, guys, um, tough, tough time to be a Backstreet Boys fan. More than a dozen people hoping to attend their concert in Oklahoma on Saturday were injured when severe weather took down an outdoor concert entrance structure. I don't want to know about bad things at all. I'm sorry, but all patrons in the area were asked to move, seek shelter. But about 150 people were standing in line for the Backstreet Boys, and they did not heed the staff's warning. They weren't moving. They were in line. They were going to see Backstreet Boys. Yeah, they're hard-headed. They still listen to the Backstreet Boys. Might be that as well. So, bad situation. Um, People got care on site, and then a bunch were transported to nearby hospitals. But Nick Carter tweeted that he was praying for wounded concert goers. So they have that. Mm. I like the Backstreet Boy who looks like a magician. What's that one's name? Is that Kevin? Kevin, Kevin yeah. 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 I like magician looks. Do you? Yeah, just cool. Yeah. It's like he's It just seems like, like he'd always be in a cape. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, let me check out this card trick. For sure. Yeah. He has an overly sculptured beard for folks who don't know why he looks like a magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Fred Durst. Yeah! Robert Plant. Al Roker. I pooped my pants. Amy Adams. Demi Lovato. KRS-One. And Andrew Garfield. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, Jensen. Oh, thank you, guys. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. More Kaboo tickets on the show tomorrow. And the return, eh, 50-50 of Kevin. You know how his travel plans usually work out. I guess we'll find out first thing in the morning. See I'll keep then. my ringer on. <laughs> Please do. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.